Hi, I'm Liz. And I'm Rhea. Welcome to Karma's My Bitch, a podcast about love, sex, connection, abundance, joy, purpose, peace, and how life isn't simply the stories we tell ourselves. I finally get it. I think I get, in a very blurry way, why all the little pieces have led up to this episode. From learning what karma is, Mm. from learning all the different ways we've been scared, all the different ways we've been held back, or more accurately, all the different ways we've held back ourselves. Mm -hmm. How following your heart starts showing you all those little chinks and allows you to heal them, patch them up. Mm -hmm. And how once you start doing that, the world looks crazy, looks weird. But then finally you get to a place where you're like, nothing can kill me. And kill me is the wrong word. And I'm trying to find a better word. But it's, I mean, I don't know if I'm saying this very well. I think I'm actually saying this terribly. Um, I don't think so. But I think that if I look, you know, it's as simple as that. It's what I've told you. And I, I think I said it a couple of episodes ago. If you had told me 80 episodes ago, Sitting in your... Eighty. What the fuck? <laughs> Have I done that right? Wow. Yeah, I've done that right. Eighty. Yeah. 80. That's amazing. Eighty. Then I remember sitting, recording our first ever episode, and I thought I knew everything. I was like, oh, whatever. You know, it's just, <laughs> this is shit that happens to you. It's showing you where you're still a bit in pain. Let's do this from a psychological perspective. Mm -hmm. Let's um, (laughs) deal with your shadow. (laughs) Yeah. Let's deal with your shadow. Look, you've been ghosted or let's talk about gratitude or mindfulness. So, Mm -hmm. you know, let's talk about sex. And then in season two, let's talk about maybe astrology Mm -hmm. and let's talk about the soul's blueprint. Let's talk about divine design a little bit, but ultimately let's talk about growing the fuck up and owning ourselves. Let's meet ourselves, let's own ourselves, and then let's share ourselves in season three. Yeah. It's nice how we kind of just slip that shit in there, don't we? Yeah, literally. <laughs> you think we're going to talk about this, but really. Yeah. Initially it was, look at your fears, but then it's, where's your power? Mm-hmm. And this season has really felt about not just where's your power, because that was, you know, it's important, but it's more, okay, so what do you want to do with your power? Mm. How are we going to build that? How are we going to start building that? Mm-hmm. I'm just start. Begin to begin. <laughs> and that's kind of how I feel I, where I'm at, mm-hmm. you know, my journey, which is why, as I said, I feel the podcasts have been really fucking weird because I started as someone who fundamentally was so scared of life. Yeah. I was scared of love. Yeah. I was scared of living. I was scared of anything that brought me joy because I was so scared to lose it. And I really had, I got flung into a washing machine. There are some episodes in the past seasons where I'm so upset that I had to edit myself out Hmm. because no one wants to hear someone crying on a podcast. It's been a real roller coaster for me. It has. But I think what's important is if I hadn't done it myself, I wouldn't believe it. Uh And I wouldn't trust it. Hmm. And I wouldn't be confident just enough to keep going, knowing that whatever will be flung at me, I have all the tools to deal with it. And if I could get myself out of where I was to a place where 
maybe anything is possible, then maybe everything is possible. It always is. But what I find really difficult is that I feel this way on a very internal level, like a little bit. I'm not saying it's cemented in. Right. But Well, it's just all so new-ish for you. Yeah, yeah. And you see like a little, a little glimpse of it. Yeah. But the world looks like it's breaking down around me. Oh, yeah. Maybe because I started sooner, I did more of it earlier. I don't know. You took the intensive. You gave it your full attention. And when it didn't have your full attention, it got your full attention. So you couldn't escape it. You were bound to it. You might really want to hit the pause button. And some people can, some people have. But somehow, especially depending on what your purpose is and what your intention behind it is, you're going to get there. Even if you need somebody to pop up in your life in a dance class one day. We're all here for that reason. We're all bound. You were alive and living in this moment here for this transition, this leap, this giant leap from 3D into 5D consciousness, right? From separation into oneness. We're all here for it. There isn't a single one of us on this earth plane in this very moment who isn't here and who isn't contracted for that transition, which means we are all on board with it to one degree or another. Well, I think that's the thing that we have learned, right? That to go to come into oneness is effectively to first come into oneness with oneself. Yes. And then once you're able to do that... Which is a process. Yeah. And can take time. Fuck ton of time. <laughs> you can then have compassion yes. for others. And you can then see yourself in others. Very much. And then you can realize that we are all yeah. the same. Yeah. We are one world. Yes. Once you're able to live your truth, yes. you can respect someone else's. Oh, yeah regardless of whether you agree with them or not, yeah. because you understand that someone who hurts someone else is effectively just in pain. Yeah. And their pain is being echoed out to you. Mm -hmm. So if they're trying to hurt you, it's because they want to deflect from the hurt they feel. So all of a sudden you can really start seeing how we are all connected mm -hmm. and actually how everyone, it's so important that we're all healed. We are all whole because we are all one. Mm -hmm. The unit, like our world works when we are all open, compassionate people. That mm -hmm. is the utopia. That is yes. the heaven, yes. as it were. That for many, many of us feels impossible. But I mean, I can tell you from my perspective, if I can do it, yeah. then I think a lot of people can. Yeah. When you, like you said, when you show yourself enough compassion to see yourself through your own struggles, you can recognize when somebody needs you just to step back because they have their own struggle, mm. right? You don't have to know what it's like to be them. You don't have to know exactly what their struggle is. You don't even have to align with their struggle. You don't have to see the world through their eyes because you see it through your own eyes. And it was a shit ton of pain. Mm. 3D, separation, judgment, shame, it's painful and it sucks. And life is just about enduring and surviving. It has been. Yeah. Right? And so when we really clue into that is when we can then begin to see, as you said, we were just a bunch of whole people playing broken individuals in this larger story. But why? Because to allow for all the potential and possibility that our power enables, right? Because our power can bring forth 
anything. Our, our human history has shown just a small amount of what is possible. What do you mean our power can bring forth anything? What you would know is manifestation, what others might call miracles. But again, it's the power to create as much as it is the power to destroy and everything in between. So 2020 was about clearing the energy for all of the possibilities to come forth in 5D. That's all it was. Basically just getting rid of all the rules. The rules, burning through our fears or allowing those fears to surface so that we can burn through them. Those are the really big things and ultimately enabling freedom. But when we're living in that state of... It's a jungle, right? Where if anything is possible, then everything is possible. That means we have to allow for all that shit to exist on the surface in order to figure out what remains and what doesn't. Because there are a lot of people who are going to take a lifetime or two to sort out their shit. And it might not be very pretty shit, but it's going to be in our faces. So if you are somebody who tends to be a little judgmental, If you're somebody who tends to be a bit sensitive to the point where it strikes fear or you're easily triggered, the next year, year and a half to two, about the next year up to two years will be a bit challenging. How would you assuage that? How do you make it more bearable? Because I am. I'm very sensitive. Yeah. Well, for you, you find harmony with your sensitivity through your relationships. So you find that when you can reach out to a friend, you find yourself buoyed, right? You are tapped into your purpose. So you know that the moment you connect to your purpose and your work, you feel a bit of joy, right? So that's how you do it for yourself. And so I think it's always about what brings you back to that happy place. And I don't mean about the sort of superficial happy place. If I picture myself on a beach, I'll feel calm for a minute and that's going to be enough. It's not going to be, that won't be enough. It's got to be what really connects you, if not physically, then emotionally, to joy and happiness, to bring you back to that place of peace. No one, and I will say this a gazillion times more, no one is immune to all the energies that are floating around. No one's going to be immune to all the changes. You can certainly ride it out, untouched, if you will much like as we discussed in Welcome to the Jungle, that 3D and 5D will continue to exist alongside each other. We don't just like sort of show up 5D beings and think that everything's going to be perfect because in many ways it won't appear to be so. So to really maintain a healthier mindset, a healthier way of living, a healthier approach to our daily life and our relationships, it'll be really helpful to focus on three things. One, and this is something we rarely talk about in the podcast because we're all about spiritual health and healing the emotional body and stuff, but it's your physical health that is really going to need your attention. And it almost goes without saying after 2020 that, well, hell yeah, right? (laughs) With everybody getting tested for for the virus like every other week and stuff, right? And the antibodies test and this and that. Like we're all suddenly very aware. If I have a cough, what does that mean? If I have a sniffle, what does that mean? I blew my nose two times in the morning. I might have it. So we are. We're suddenly very body aware. That's because our bodies are saying hello. We are moving through some massive transitions and the physical body goes along with it. 
in order to make all these energetic vibrational transitions, the body needs to be in optimal health or it will suffer. So there are those of us who think that we can have it all (laughs) and our physical bodies bear the brunt of those choices. And as we've discussed in previous episodes, we always have to hold ourselves accountable for all of our decisions and choices. (laughs) This is not a lecture, I swear. (laughs) And the last person to tell you how to live your life. But your bodies will tell you, they scream at you through all of your physical symptoms, like my autoimmune diagnosis. Like I live with this every day, right? We have, because of our issues, damaged our bodies. It's all about assisting our vibration race, like um, uh, assisting a rise in our vibration to enable that fifth dimensional frequency, which is higher and finer than 3D. So what's the second thing? Happiness. So ultimately it is, the question is, can you define what brings you to your happy place? Our very human brain associates happiness with pleasure and the two are not the same. What pleases us isn't always what makes us happy. Happiness is for anybody who did not have the pleasure of listening (laughs) to episode one, season four, happiness, it's that state of emotional equilibrium that allows us to be in flow with all that is. So basically happiness is more like contentment. When you're in that state of equilibrium, as we discussed, you could have little ups and downs, but you do not remain in those ups and downs. You always return to that even keeled state. Yeah. And we're not used to that. And as we had described it before as well, there are different levels to it, if you will. And I don't mean levels like video game levels where it's like, oh, I have to aspire to the next thing. But the higher your vibration is raised, right? The higher the frequency you go, what happens is that you get knocked down even less and less, right? You, you really just, your lows really are tiny, tiny lows and you come out of them quite quickly, As I said before, it's like something might poke you and it might take you a second and then you're like, okay, I'm fine. But we're not used to that because 3D was so difficult and challenging that we really required coping mechanisms to deal, whether it be through food, alcohol, drugs, et cetera, or adrenaline rushes, if you will. And so what we were always looking for and what we always associated happiness with were like steep spikes. I've got to be feeling really, really good. And that's how I know I'm going to be happy. So we're always really chasing those moments, if you will. But we cannot... And then in the moment, we're dreading the moment going to finish because we know we're going to have to look for the next one. Exactly. In 5D, you're not chasing anything. It just is. But you're not going to be... It, it takes time to become accustomed to it. That's why you don't really hit bliss right away because you have to kind of build up to it. So you recognize that state of being. Hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. And so what's the third thing then? Abundance, which is something we saw and had to really deal with, but we are only still just coming into that because as we confront greed and as our financial systems shift and as we are really forced to contend with all the damage we had wrought in our relationships, in our systems of government, and I'm talking globally I'm not just talking in Western countries. I'm talking about all around the world. And I'm talking about just through history and how much damage it's wrought on our planet. It will take time to really sift through all of that, right? So abundance is how we're going to work through it and see. And that'll be sort of the lens through which we see things. And abundance is knowing we have enough. It's not existing in a state of lack. Yeah. Which makes absolute sense because that is 
fear, right? So instead of thinking, oh God, I only have one boyfriend or I only have one choice or I have not enough, Mm -hmm. you don't. Yeah. When you're in flow, everything is enough. Mm. It all just kind of works. Yeah. Right? We don't have to scramble to borrow from Peter to pay Paul, if you will. It all just kind of flows, but it, it comes and it flows from the recognition, not just of abundance, but of how we had to move through and work through our own FOMO, right? Yeah. And the belief that we need all of these things. But then why are we focusing on happiness and abundance and health instead of social justice or racial equality or eradicating hunger or poverty, you know? It's a good question because those were all up in our faces in 2020, like yeah. like a motherfucker, weren't yeah. they? So it was why, like why all over. Things? Because if you can believe it, because even though it sounds like that's what 5D should be about, right? In, in one world, aren't those all the things that we're supposed to be contending with? And it's because fa- the foundation of 5D isn't fairness, equality, or justice, Because justice, if you will, I mean, we will still see the word justice in 5D, but our sense of justice in 3D is very much based in right or wrong. Someone's right and someone's wrong. Exactly. To have a victim, you must have a perpetrator. And so, so long as that understanding exists, that's what I mean, right? When I say justice. 5D is effectively about harmony, peace, and wholeness. We can't enable those three things, harmony, peace, and wholeness, until we've enabled it for ourselves. Yeah. Because once you have those in place, fully and completely, like once we're fully wired in, all of those issues that you named are all things that won't exist when we're in that state. There will be differences, however. And I think that's the thing that people get very confused by. When they have this vision of a whole peaceful world, their vision is almost communist, if you will then we're all doing the same thing, right? We're all on equal footing because we're all earning the same, we all live the same, etc. No, we're all in a space of compassion that we can acknowledge all of our unique differences and that's not a bad thing because you get what you give. But isn't that like karma then? Right. Like the old idea of karma, like what goes around comes around. Karma does not exist in 5D. The notion of karma comes in the space of separation. Yeah, so it's not about what goes around, comes around. It's the what you give to yourself, you give to others. Because what you can embody is then magnified. So if I can give myself the space to be me, I can give someone else the space to be them. Yeah. If I show this person compassion, that compassion will expand tenfold. If I can exist in a state of bliss, those around me and those who come into contact with me will sense that and feel it. It's a very magnetic space to be in and not one that many people have gotten to or will get to for a a while. So it's a bit like, oh, I just love being around her because I feel so peace when I am with her because she's so at peace kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. But you may find as you're doing this work and stuff that it might repel some people because vibrationally they are just so not there that... They can't handle that energy. It's just too much for them. So if, for example, I show someone love, are they likely to show me love back? No, not necessarily. It just enables that love to surround you all. But that person may not necessarily reciprocate. 
or be able to. So the funny thing about abundance and why it's something that escapes so many of us, aside the fact that we're so focused on greed and dealing with that right now, is that we don't understand that abundance is not bestowed upon us. It is not something that we earn. It's a natural state for all of us to exist in in 5D. But we can hardly conceive of that at the moment because right now I think people's vision of it is still too skewed. But we'll get there as long as we start to understand that we alone have to be able to provide for ourselves. And that was really part of that dichotomy and that struggle that we saw play out a lot in 2020, which was a lot of people saying, okay, taking off the shackles, I am free. But what happened really was then they started looking to others to provide for them. People still have to come into the sort of spiritual, emotional, and mental maturity in order to really be able to exist in that state of freedom without surrendering their power. Yeah, makes sense. So all of the episodes that we have recorded and shared with everyone up until now is to give them the tools to get to that state of emotional, spiritual, and mental maturity to understand what to do with their power, as you had said. Because right now we're really in that stage of spiritual adolescence, if you will. You know, we're still growing up. And we're just realizing, we are really just at the beginning of realizing how powerful we are. And so in understanding that power, we face a choice, right? How are we going to express that power? And I think the one thing I can offer anyone listening is focus on building the world you want to live in for yourself, right? You, your family, whomever, as opposed to the old one. Because what I found a lot of people really doing was that they were focusing so much on fixing and changing the old one, as opposed to really just going within and making all the internal changes necessary. When everything is gone and you realize that there are no rules, but you can stand on your own, you can do whatever you want yeah, and it'll all be okay. Right but it'll be better than okay because you've built it. Mm -hmm. And the question is, what the fuck do you want to build? 3D mm. is done. Yeah. And so we move ourselves into 5D effectively. Just by choosing to. Just by choosing to. And as we said before in season three, you don't necessarily just make the choice and then boom, it's done. You make the choice and then you take the actionable steps of healing yourself and then you're there. But it effectively begins with the choice. That makes sense. Thank you for listening. For more information, articles, and inspiration, find us at karmasmybitch.com and at karmasmybitch.insta. And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review.